Hello, you're listening to Yarns from the Plain, a podcast for knitters, crocheters, and anyone who loves to play with yarn. Hello, and welcome to episode 6 of Yarns from the Plain. A bit shorter than usual, a little more subdued than usual, and probably far more incoherent than usual. But I'm here. I know it's the wrong day, but all will be revealed. So how are you? I hope you're well. Um, I'd like to say hello to Mandy in Cheshire, Stella Luna in Florida, Susie Eyes in Rochester, New York. I'm a bit stunned that episode 5 has gone past the thousand mark, but that could well be because of the cock up with the gremlins at the start of it. I'm terribly sorry, I'm not quite sure what happened there, but it seems that I ended up uploading episode 6 uh, badly. I don't quite know what the gremlins obviously got to it, but uh, thank you very much for the people who contacted me to let me know. Um, I thought it might just be me having trouble downloading it through iTunes, but uh, other people contacted me and said that they were trying to listen to it on the site and it wasn't working, whereas I had only gone a few seconds in and checked it was there. So, sorry about that. I've up- uploaded it again on Sunday and uh, it's all sorted now. So why am I podcasting and recording this tonight on a Wednesday when it's normally a Friday or a Saturday? Well, let me just say that I think I can safely say that I am cold turkey and having withdrawal symptoms. I have not knit anything for nearly six days. The last time I knitted was about 10 o'clock last Thursday evening and it's now 10 to 8 Wednesday. I was so close. I was so close on the Olympic sweater. I'd done the front, I'd done the back. That's over 60 inches of quite wide knitting. Told you, chunky monkey. I'd started a sleeve. The end was in sight. I had schoolwork to do over the weekend, but I felt that if I scheduled everything else, I could probably crack out two sleeves. And maybe I didn't really want it to be a cow neck sweater anyway. And then, on Friday morning, I was asked to just step outside my classroom. And was told that the phone call had come. That will mean nothing to any of you unless you teach in England. I don't even know if it's it's the whole of Britain, but in England. The phone call is the phone call from Ofsted to tell you that in 48 hours time you will have an Ofsted team arrive to give you your inspection. We were expecting it. It's just over three years since our last one so we've been gearing up for it all year but nevertheless even though you always are doing all you can to prepare it you're adding two more things onto your pre-offstead list as you knock one off the top and you then spend the 48 hours rushing around now luckily for us the phone call was on the Friday and the inspection was yesterday and today so we had the 48 hours school days and the weekend as well uh, I needed it. I, my room wasn't too untidy, um, but I did go and tidy some grot spots that weren't very attractive. So the head will no doubt be delighted with that. I, since Friday night, I don't think I slept terribly well Friday night, 
uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night were all no more than three hours at a time and um, usually involved getting up at some point in the middle of the night to do some more work because what else do you do when you can't get to sleep and I have to say I'm very very tired and I really am quite tempted to slope off have a bath get into my pajamas and curl up and watch NCIS uh, and I think I probably will do that but what I wanted to do was get a little podcast out to you tonight because I didn't go away last weekend as I wished to so I'm aiming to go away this weekend and I don't want to try and squeeze a podcast in then so I thought what I'd do is give you a little update because I haven't knit anything for a week anyway it's not I have something to tell you obviously this progress of the sweater but I'd rather finish that and actually then be able to talk about a finished sweater a proper real sweater that I'm really looking forward to to wearing so you know sorry guys it's um a wee bit of a a cop out here but oh man have I missed knitting I have done nothing but drive to work be at work come home work sleep I did say I was quite to my mum at one point I was quite impressed that I was still actually managing to remember to put all of my clothes on before I left the house um certainly at various points in today there are members of staff who have been like me unable to string a coherent sentence together um everyone works so hard in our school but you say offset and even though you know you're doing loads of stuff right you always are convinced that you're not and that there are things they're going to pull you up on and you know I mean bring it on for the fact that it's now out of the way and hopefully you know if this new if this framework stays the same it'll be another three years before school is offsetted again so that will be pleasant um, obviously we've awaiting the report and the action plan from it so um, we'll see what comes from that but it's over it was not uh, a hideous thing at no point did I burst into tears that's always a good sign and uh, and it's over and I'd really like to pick up the knitting needles however at some point this morning and I have no idea how I seem to have done either overextended tendons in my shoulder or overstretched and trapped a nerve but my right shoulder is really quite painful and I can't lift my arm um, much at all I can't actually reach out to grasp a door handle and press it down so or at least I couldn't earlier today it's, it's a, a little bit easier now but certainly I'm not convinced that actually what I want to do is knit I mean I do want to knit but I'm not convinced it's the right thing for my shoulder does that make sense I hope that makes sense I have a distinct feeling I'm not to do, do a great deal of editing on this either so you are getting going to get this raw unedited incoherent rambling so I do apologize for that um, what I will do to make it up for you though is that I'm going to tell you about um, a little bit about an upcoming event at the end of this month um, so if you're living in the northwest of England or even if you're not and but you can travel there um, then you may well be interested to know that on the Saturday and Sunday the 27th and 28th of March um, at the Liverpool Bluecoat School it's the launch of Make Do and Knit so it's a knitting and making fair so the Bluecoat School um, for anyone who doesn't know it it's a historic grade 2 listed building 
Um, it's in Wavertree in Liverpool. Um, very close to actually where I used to um, live at one year when I was at college. Um, I remember it was actually the year this dates me. This will also mean nothing to anybody who's not British. Um, it was the year that... Now, was it Jimmy Corkill got married? I don't know, whatever. Anyway, somebody, one character or, or some character or other got married in um, Brookside that year and we watched as they ran up and down and up and down and up and down outside the blue coat filming that bit. So um, it, they, of course, cut it in so it looked like it was in the centre of Liverpool, which was totally bizarre, but never mind. Anyway, make, do and knit. Um, let me read what's on the website, which is at www.makedoandknit.com. Right. So March 2010 sees the launch of an exciting event in the make, knitting and craft calendar, Make, Do and Knit, which is to be held in the beautiful surroundings of the historic Grade 2 listed Blue Coat School in the charming and lively suburb of Wavertree in Liverpool. This exciting two-day knitting and making fair will have a vintage feel echoing drapers of yesteryear where one could buy everything one needed from under one roof. Within the school's main hall, featuring magnificent arched windows, carefully selected retailers offering a wide selection of high-quality knitting, spinning, dressmaking and haberdashery supplies. Fashion shows will run throughout the two days in the historic circular stone chapel with its glass-domed ceiling. The chapel also offers us the visit... Sorry... Should we read that properly? The chapel also offers visitors the chance to knit in the round and relax in this awe-inspiring setting and have the opportunity to view the Poetry Society's knitted poem. Do you remember I talked about that before? I'm quite excited. Additional attractions will include book signings and textile art exhibitions. The cafe will also have a vintage feel, offering high-quality home-cooked food at affordable prices. Okay, so that sounds... I'm really intrigued by this. Now, from what... Um, I've looked on the website. It's being organised, uh, and of course now I've clicked on the website and it's coming very, very, very slowly. Um, it's brought to you, it says, uh, it, it's been organised by Perfection of Production and Knit on the Net. Um, so Perfection of Production um, is owned by Helen Chatterton, who's a designer and maker. She makes the most gorgeous um, velvet cushions. Um, she's also a knitting tutor and I've been on several of her knitting classes when I was first starting out again. Um, she, she runs classes at Fibre and Clay where I go in Nutsford and um, do enjoy her, her classes. They've got a lovely relaxed feel um, and I can go on my own pace. And it's also um, bought by Knit on the Net um, which is... Ouch, tried to lift the cap in the arm. Ow, that hurt. Uh, sorry. Um, it's also knitonthenet.com, which is a knitting magazine, British knitting, online knitting magazine. Told you I couldn't speak properly. Oh dear, and that's the cat. She's fallen over. Um, owned by Susan Crawford. She's a knitwear designer. She's a stylist, a photographer, and an author specialising in vintage-inspired knitwear. Sorry about that, the cat then got caught up in the microphone. She's the co-author of Stitch in Time and um, does some lovely designs. Very nice. Again, all kind of vintage inspired. There are going to be all sorts of um, people there. We're going to have uh, Jameson Smith, Wildfire Fibers, Toft Alpaca. I hope they bring some alpaca. That would be nice. Natural Dye Studio, Baby Long Legs. Um... Yarnbox, uh, Ingrid Wagner, who does amazing, um, gigant, giant knitting, really like that. 
Um, Crafty Koala. Uh, I've, I bought Crafty Koala. I've bought Baby Long Legs um, yarn before as well. Very nice. Scottish Fibres. Jamie Possum. Kath Kitten. Uh, and Fibre and Clay, um, who are, as I said, the knitting shop um, that runs the group that I attend in Nutsford. And they are the um, going to be the supplier of the standard manufactured yarns. So, you know, your Rowans and things like that. Um, the rest are... Um, uh, there's, there's some indie dyers there. Um, interesting fibre space, isn't it? Oh, that's interesting. Um, but they're obviously, they're still looking for people to have a stand. Um, so, you know, hey, if I haven't got anything else to do, I could always knock up a few stitch markers. And no, I'm not. I make stitch markers, but I'm not exactly going to be able to manage them. Um, Westcliff Hotel Knitting Holidays is there. That looks quite interesting. And um, there's a few other things in there. But anyway, it's all on the website. And I have to say, I am looking forward to going. For several reasons. One, um, I've always seen the blue coat from over the over the wall and thought it looks gorgeous building. Uh, so I want to have a nosy. Two, it is very close to where I used to live. And uh, I do like Wavertree. Uh, particularly that part of Wavertree. Um, it's kind of more what I would call the nicer end. I have no idea if it's the nicer end of Wavertree anymore. The other end of Wavertree is very close to Toxteth, which again will mean nothing to you um, if you don't live in um, the UK, probably in the northwest of England these days. Um, there were huge race riots in Toxteth probably about, ooh, gosh, coming 30 years ago now. Um, so it has a it had a bit of a reputation for not being terribly pleasant. I'm not sure what it's like now. Still... Not fabulous, I don't suppose. Anyway, so that's the Liverpool make doing it. I've been meaning to tell you about it for the past couple of episodes, and I've been a very bad podcaster and not told you about it. So I do apologise. Um, I will put the link up on the show notes. And, uh, you know, if you're around, get there. It's. I don't think it's too expensive at all. Let me just find um, the price. It's from 10 till 5 on each of the Saturday and the Sundays. £4 on the door for a single day ticket and £6 on the door for a two day weekend ticket and um, advanced purchase is £3.50 for a single day ticket uh, or £5 for a two day weekend ticket um, which you can get from the shop at knitonthenet.com um, but I am quite looking forward to it I think that would be really rather nice um, and I like the idea of knitting in that chapel I'm going to go, I'm going to go, and I'm going to take my knitting, and I'm just going to chill. Anyway, as I said to you, this was going to be quite a short uh, episode, full of incoherent rambling. I suspect that um, I may edit it to take out some of the worst clangers and deep pauses where I'm struggling to actually think what the next word in the sentence would be. Um, apologies for there not being a full episode this week, but please look out for me next week. I will put a new episode up then, and hopefully... I will have finished the Ravalympic sweater, Olympic sweater that was not to be. And I will be able to talk about it then. So till then, take care. Bye. You've been listening to Yarns from the Plain. Show notes and links are available at the Yarns from the Plain show page at yarnsfromtheplain.podbean.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can leave a comment over there on the show page, or you can email me at yarnsfromtheplane at googlemail.com, or message me on Ravelry, where I'm Tales from the Plane. 
Until next time, take care and thanks for listening.